The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Dog Pound Nation, there's so much that we did right today. We had four interceptions. We got multiple sacks. And somehow we still come out in the short end. Offense, you got to show up. After the bye, we got a homestand that we need to get to eight and six. So my dog's going to tell me where it's at. Woo, woo, woo. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Zach Kopp, Justin Charles, and Josh All. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Dogs. I want to thank Kenny Mack for that intro. Even after the depressing loss, he still manages to give us a little hyped intro. Um, if you want to get your intro on the show, head to thedogspodcast.com, tap leave voicemail on the drop down menu. Uh, we actually got a decent amount of voicemails this week, filled up the inbox a little bit. We appreciate that. Um, we like to have a stockpile of them, though. You know, we do two episodes a week, so they don't last very long. So make sure you guys uh, get your voicemails into the show, drop your intros, or just drop your thoughts. We've had a voicemail last week. We got another one this week. So, you know, that makes the episodes more fun, especially when the games aren't that fun to talk about. Uh, <laughs> you know, in a week where we really need, as Ohio football fans, we needed the Browns to kind of help relieve some of the pain of that Buckeyes game, and then they didn't. Uh, before we get into it, though, remember to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Remember to tap the notification bell so you never miss a new episode. You can also find us on Apple, Spotify, and Google if you prefer to just listen to the podcast. Uh, lastly, if you're looking for more content, uh, head to jointhedogs.com, become an official dog pack member on our Patreon page. Um, we got fantasy leagues going on there, getting close to the playoff push. So the, the smack talks picked up. It's been a lot of fun. Um, game day threads are on there. There's a big group text message uh, chain. Um, just a lot of cool stuff, and we're trying to you know vamp it up even more. So if you're interested in that kind of stuff, come hang out with us. Jointhedogs.com, become an official Dog Pack member. Dogs off the leash. So we wanted to mix it up a little bit. Last couple of weeks, we've been starting with the what went wrong. Um, 
feel like that's probably going to take a majority of the episodes. So It'd be to, so easy to do today. Yeah. <laughs> so we wanted, to, we wanted to bang out the one one right? Because despite the loss, actually a lot did go right for the Browns mm-hmm. in this game on one side of the ball. Yeah. Uh, before we get into it, though, bear with us. I think all three of us are like under the weather. So if we're coughing and we sound like crap, just kind of, you know, take it easy on us in the comments. Um, <laughs> I got my I got my cough drops yeah. and my little tissues. Um, so I'm going to try to make it through here. And if you guys think, man, that guy's been sick for a long time, you're right. I have been. Yeah. It's very he annoying. does not take care of himself. <laughs> I can promise. Yes. Uh, so obviously, what went right for the Browns, the defense. We've been waiting kind of all season. I feel like this defense was built and tailored to stop the Ravens. Um and whenever, we, and whenever we brought in free agents in the draft, like this is what we had in mind, like who we needed to get through to do what we wanted to do. Um, now, unfortunately, the offense sucks so bad, we're not going to do it anyways. <laughs> but the the defense was, I mean, it was as advertised. I know the Ravens are shorthanded. They're missing some guys, but they still got Lamar Jackson. Yeah. A guy who has given the Browns fits his entire career. I mean, we've rarely even slowed him down. And we made him look, I mean, we made him look bad. Super, super bad. He looked rough. It it was terrible. (laughs) Yeah. Do you have something on that? Well, I mean, it's probably the only thing I'm going to have today. Um, Yeah, I completely agree with you, man. They, he looked confused at times. Um, Even if you look at uh, Lamar Jackson's rushing attempts, you're like, you know, he he ran the ball 17 times. You're like, Ugh, man, that's not good. But for 68 yards, only four. Four yards a carry. Yeah. I If you would have told me, hey, Lamar Jackson's going to throw four picks and he's only going to have 60 yards, you know, rushing, I would have been like, well, hey, we did it. He he had a 46.5 rating. To put that in comparison, Baker had an almost 80 rating, and he wasn't any good either. And he outplayed Lamar somehow. Baker had a 48% completion percentage in this game and outplayed Lamar, and we lost. Yeah. So well, that's, four, that's the frustrating. Four part. interceptions will definitely uh, lower your rating. Uh, yeah. rating slightly. That thing. Yeah. Um, I think the, the, a highlight of this game that you have to talk about is JOK. That yeah. dude is an animal. He what? is as advertised. Yep. He's going to be special. When we brought him in, when we drafted him, we said immediately that was a stop Lamar Jackson kind of draft pick. Yep. Yes, it. That's exactly what yeah. it was because that's yeah. what he did. Yep. He was. I swear, I, I can't think of too many times whenever there would be a tackle in the game, and I didn't see twenty eight getting out of the pile. He, he was everywhere. He's fast. He's crazy good at open field tackling. Yes, he's aggressive. He's smart. I mean, this guy's only a rookie, and he missed games. Yeah, I and mean, this guy, how many games did he miss? What three? So the, like he that. went on IR. Yeah. So this guy's got what more. nine professional games under his belt. I mean, what's this guy going to be like next year? I don't know, but that right the, a year that older. game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a year Thank older. You. So, so we'll wait. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But no, he, he, I mean, he had uh, 12 tackles. He's tied for second on the team in tackles. Yep. Uh, six solo tackles, a half a sack, one tackle for loss. Um, he, he's just all over the field. John Johnson had a pick. Miles Garrett play, played well. Another guy who's, who balled out was Jadavion Clowney. Yep. Oh, he, they couldn't and, stop him. If you guys remember two years ago where we were kind of in the mix for Clowney and he kind of stiffed us and yeah. we went to the Titans instead. And then we made that, uh, we made an episode about how, like, well, we didn't need him. <laughs> yes. Man, and now talk about what good play can do to, like, change the narrative of a player. He's been so good. I want him back next year. I do too. I 100% want him back next year. The problem is he's, he's making, playing he's so well. 
He might get paid more yeah. than we can pay him now. I agree. He's almost playing too good to come back <laughs> yeah. to the Browns. I mean, Be, I mean, he is. He's been so good, and he, for the most part, he stayed healthy this year. And I think that's a big thing for mm-hmm. him. Is he? He's, he's been able to to stay healthy for the most part. Jordan Elliott had a good game. Um, I thought Greg Newsom played a good game. I did too. Uh, I did he, too. He's a good tackler in the open yes. field, especially. You you see his speed when he's trailing. They run a crossing route, mm-hmm. and the guy catches, and you're like, well, he's going to easily get the first down. Somehow Greg Newsom catches him from behind and tackles him, trips yeah. him up. Um, just the defense, uh, Denzel had another pick. A.J. Green lit somebody up. Was it on a kickoff or a punt or something? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> he killed somebody. Um, the defense as a whole, Grant Delpit played well again. Yeah, he, had a pick. he had a pick. Yeah, um, Ronnie Harrison had a pick. Uh, just... All around. I thought Tack McKinley showed decently yeah. whenever he was in there. Yeah. So, yeah, I, all, you're right. All around. It's a great game for you, the defense. A whole lot to complain about. You I watch mean, that whole game, and I can't think of one instance where the defense, the touchdown. Yeah. How, how, we, how we lose track of Mark Andrews. Yeah. And then Lamar can float that ball up, and the, he's so open. It's. I felt like it was in the air for 20 minutes. It was pretty up there. And nobody yeah. was close enough to Mark Andrews to even be able to get a hand on it. That's my one complaint, the one letdown of the defense. The other big play they had, it was, I mean, sometimes they just make really good plays. Yeah, yeah and you see that a lot of times, too, with defenders. And I think that was Newsome. You know, you kind of get caught out of position a little bit or you're just not in the right. I it was greedy. Oh, either way. Um, Andrews. Yeah. yeah, on the pass uh, on the side. Either way, like out. you're not in the right position to guard the guy who's going for the ball. So, you know, he kind of, I think he grabbed his arm, like he kind of turned. And well, it was an under throw. Yeah, exactly. So that didn't help. And it then was, he still caught it. I know. Is, it was crazy catch. Oh, um, you got to give it to him on that one. But no, they. The touchdown, though, was. Yeah, that, that's about the only thing I can, bad I could say about the. And it felt like time and time again, I'm like, man, I, I know they've been doing it all game, but they got to do it for us one more time. And then they went out and did it. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? They just kept doing it for us. The only thing you can say is they didn't score a touchdown. I mean, yeah, I wish they would have. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, it's not the defense's job to score a touchdown. And we're going to talk about that. What the defense's job is to stop the other team from scoring, which an easy way to do that is to get turnovers. And they got four of them. Yep. Lamar Jackson. I mean, to all you Ravens fans out there who love this show, by the way, and I know you do, <laughs> um, your guy looked garbage out there throwing the ball. So, good luck um, with your winning record. That'll get you one playoff game. I, I like your, you're talking to him like that, dog. I don't. Well, I mean, <laughs> they, they, they watch the same game we watched, there, right? There's no, as a Raven fan, if you're realistic, you have to know that your team's so – I mean, you, you've escaped so many games this year. Mm-hmm. There, there's no way you can really feel that confident going up against – the problem is that well, who's the best team in the AFC? What I mean, what, what we week are know. we talking about? Exactly. Yeah, we don't know. So who knows what could happen? Because yeah. Lamar's good. Yeah, yeah that's now, the he, thing. He looks terrible and good enough. against us. But <laughs> <laughs> bear with me. Like I said, oh um, my God. I tried wow. to hold it in. I should just let it out. Yeah. Uh, but no, the, the the Ravens. They're they're just. I mean, they're like they're just the polar opposite of us. They play crappy, but figure out a way to win it. We play crappy right. and we lose it. They're super clutch, man. They. They make all the big plays at the right kicks. time. Justin Tucker, all he does is goes and just kicks game winners, whether it's an NFL record or not. Yeah. doesn't matter. I mean, but they've been there before. 
Yeah. So the the def- the defense was pretty much the only good thing about the Browns in this game because um, the offense was obviously putrid, yep. and our special teams suck. Yep. <laughs> I was our, excited. Our special teams are so bad. We were rocking the new uniforms too. I was like, "Ooh, man!" I was going to okay, say, hey. "We wanted to say new uniforms as part of the what went right." Yeah, uh, they look good. They look good. I do like them. They do look <laughs> we good. They look good getting off the bus. Are we are we cool with the numbers on the helmet? I like I the do. numbers I on the. I like it. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, I've never been sold on that look for anybody, but I I'm not like I'm not really big on the number thing, but like I thought it looked sweet. I think it matches looks, those uniforms. Yeah, as an good. alternate, yeah. Um, yeah, that look cool. Anything else you want to put in the what went right section? Because, I mean, honestly, we can talk about how well the defense played um, until we're blue in the face. But at the end of the day, we lost. <laughs> you know what I mean? It wasn't their fault at all. At all. I think I, I saw here where the Ravens had, yeah, they averaged 3.9. So under four yards of play. I mean, you got somebody like Lamar Jackson on the other side of the ball that can break off huge, huge runs. Obviously, he's good for a big pass play here and there uh, every week, <laughs> yeah. if not a couple. Yeah, so, I usually mean, so like two or three of those. To hold play. the Ravens to 3-9. I know. An average, you know, per play, that's kudos I mean, we, to the defense. We so. joked around about it. We were like, man, four interceptions. You figure that's good to go. I told him, I said, oh, man, Lamar Jackson threw four interceptions. And I don't even know if, who the better quarterback was. <laughs> no, no. Here, I, so I made this text, and we're going to get into it. But I, I said the difference in this game is the Ravens have a playmaker at quarterback, and we have a game manager at quarterback. Lamar was trash. <laughs> he was absolute trash. Right. But he made two plays. Yeah. And it's all it takes to win a game when the other team only scores ten points. Yeah. He, he made he made two plays. He scrambled and made the play to Andrews down the sideline, and then he threw the touchdown. I mean, and other than that, he was cheeks. But something. But he did what? That's all. That's all it took. Yeah. So Baker, if Baker throws four touchdowns in that game, do you think they only score three points off those turnovers? Oh, you mean four picks? What did I say? Touchdowns. touchdowns. <laughs> well, oh. they would be picks. No, it's definitely not what I meant. If you'd have thrown four picks in that game, I would think not because I, the defense yeah. would have be. You can only be on the field so much against that guy before yeah. you know where you're going to break through. Um, and then if you give it, give them field position, it's it is what it is. We'll get we'll get into that. Yeah, we will. We'll get into that um, because, yeah, I don't know what else went right. <laughs> no, nope, I, I think that's about it. I think okay. that, I really think that's about it. Went right. Defense was amazing. One thing I'll touch on the defense real quick before we move on. Um, there's still things about our defense at times in games I don't love. I still don't love a situationally sometimes on third down. It's third and six on our DBs or eight yards, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what are we doing? But what I can't complain about is we gave up 16 this week, 10 last week. Obviously, we had a bad game against the Patriots. 16 (laughs) against the Bengals and 10 against the Steelers. So out of our last five games, we have only given up 16 points. We've given up 16 points or less in four of them. So say what you want about the defense. They're not giving up points. A good team is 5-1 and in that, or 4-1, and right, in that situation. Yes. Yeah. If you would have told me at the beginning of this year that we would have a stretch of games where the defense gave up 10, 16, 10, and 16, and we only won one of those games, or I, I would be like, wait, what? <laughs> right? Yeah. You know no, what that's mean? what we criticize the defense all, like the, what, first three, four weeks of the year? I mean, up until, what, the Arizona game? We won two of them. I forgot. The yeah. Bengals game. 
We, we were very nervous about the defense. The defense right now is kind of the only thing that's consistent. They're the only thing keeping us in games right now. Yeah. We thought they were terrible. Yeah. They're the only thing keeping us in games. Yeah, you're not wrong. So, I mean, yeah. So, good kudos to the defense. Um, I guess you got to give kudos to Joe Woods. He's starting to figure some things out. And if we continue to only give up 10 to 15 points a game the rest of the season, what I thought was a surefire firing in the offseason is going to become a more difficult decision. Yeah, no longer will we pin any of the losses coming up on the defense. Yeah. When you're when you're holding good teams to to those scores, you got to win those games, man. If you're if you're a good team. But so so we'll see. So kudos to the defense. Everybody played well. Kudos to Joe Woods. Um, kind of getting it turned around a little bit defensively, at least in the points per game department. And we started to force some turnovers. Bengals game we forced uh, what two or three. This game we forced four. So good job, defense. Uh, before we get into what went wrong, the bulk of this episode, uh, <laughs> we want to remind you guys to check out Symbol. Head to Symbol.com backslash dogs, D-A-W-G-S. Play the stock market for sports. The way it's going to work, you're going to jump on there, pick a team you like, multiple teams you like, and you're going to buy stock in this team. You're going to buy shares. For every share you buy... Every week they win, you get an instant cash payout. That's one way to win money. Another way to win is as you buy into a team stock and they perform well and their stock price goes up, you're making money. It's essentially, I mean, it is what it is. It's the stock market for sports. Think Robinhood, um, Coinbase, whatever it is you trade on. Yeah, only with sports teams, so it's way more Yeah, fun stuff. Yeah, uh, so check them out. If you use promo code DOGS, you get 10 free dollars. You also, your deposit up to $500 is 100%. Uh, refundable, guaranteed for the first 90 days. So you jump in, you don't like it, you lose all your money, your wife finds out you put 500 bucks into it even though you got to you know, get the car fixed and she's ticked. You just send Symbol an email, they'll refund you your money. It's literally risk-free playing right now. 500 bucks is a substantial amount to be able to play around with. Here, here's risk the thing. Risk-free. You, if you can afford to put 500 bucks in and be without it for a month, there's a chance if you if you play it right, you're going to turn that 500 bucks into a couple grand. Yeah, this isn't like fantasy where you know there's a lot <laughs> yeah. of luck involved. I mean, if you this do, is, if you know what you're doing, if you if you follow the teams and you understand who's good and who's not, you should be able to do this. Yeah, you 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 can turn that 500 into a couple grand easy, mm-hmm. even just on wins, because for every share you have, you get paid per win, and then if it doesn't work out, it just get your 500 dollars back. It's, yeah. So there's no other way to put it. It's, it's risk-free. Um, check it out, symbol.com backslash dogs, D-A-W-G-S. Yeah, if you're a Browns fan, now's the time to uh, dive into the Brown stock because I'm sure it's plummeting. <laughs> yeah, buy it low. Buy low off season when we make some cool moves, it'll be yeah, worth it. Russell Wilson next year will be, be good. All right, before we move on, football fans, I'm sure you guys all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. That wasn't Sunday. Or not Sunday night. night. <laughs> but with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get it on or get in on the NFL action because everybody can play for huge cash prizes all season long, playoff, Super Bowl, everything, with the DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So go uh, get on your phone, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Also download DraftKings Daily Fantasy. 
Awesome apps, a ton of fun. Use promo code TPPN with the sports book. Bet just $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score. Use the promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 years or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings dot com slash sportsbook for details if you have a gambling problem please call 1-800-GAMBLER in the doghouse let me say something to you as a friend you suck i have a gambling problem i've gambled my mental health on the browns for 32 (laughs) years and i'm losing i bet you 1-800-GAMBLER would say sorry about that yeah so Can't really help you with that. So before we get into all the things that went wrong, uh, we have a voicemail to play. Um, I just wanted to read you some things about this game before we get into oh, it. Oh, yes, please. Oh, God. Story time. Since 2015, starting QBs are 0-37 when throwing four interceptions in a game. They're now 1-37. Ooh, what it? What was the stat I read to you before the show? I said that before the Chargers game, teams that had scored... 40 or more points and committed zero turnovers were 442 and zero. And they are now 442 and one. We're cursed. We're yeah. doing it, guys. We're making splashes this year. God hates us. Um, <laughs> Jake Trotter also said uh, our points per game scored since October 10th, 14, 17, 10, 41 for the Bengals, 7, 13, 10. So that's a lot of suck in there, man. Yeah. Pretty sure the Jets have done better than that. All I know, too, is the points per game is actually lower since Odell left. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, oh God. Uh, let me see here. I got more. Uh, Browns lose fifth time in Baker Mayfield's last seven starts. Offense has failed to score more than 17 points in five of them. Um. Let me see here. Okay. Ravens are the only team in the Super Bowl era to score fewer than 17 points, have fewer than 325 total yards, throw at least four more interceptions than their opponent, and still win the game. Teams with those numbers were 0 275 in the Super Bowl era entering tonight. Uh, <laughs> oh since week gosh, five, Jesus. the offense ranks 24th in efficiency, 25th in expected points added which I'm not exactly sure what that is. 19th in yards per play, 24th in third down conversion rate, and 26th in first downs per game. To be honest, we're higher than I thought we were. I know. I'm like, well, at least we're not last. Yes. That, so that, those were just some things up before we even get into it that I wanted to read about our, our lovely offense. Okay. The fact that we're 6-6 six and six with this offense is insane. Yeah, it, it is. Um, you ready for the voicemail? Yeah, let's this do it. is uh, Luke. Luke in Ireland, boys. How are you doing? This is Luke from Ireland again. And look, let's keep it positive for the start. Defense absolutely lights out. I don't like Joe Woods as much as the next guy, but credit where credit's due. Bar a couple of up and downs, and there has been a few, which there is with every defense. They've been lights out most of the time. They've been the most loyal part of our team, and let's give them some respect. The offense, Baker. How much more does the guy need? He's got the best O-line in football, two top 10 running backs, one of the best receiving groups of football in terms of tight ends. Yes, the receivers aren't great, but how much does he need? The saddest part to me, end of the game, prime time, chance to lead us down the field. And even the most hardcore Baker fan, can you honestly tell me you expected him to even get the first first down? 
He's been dying out in that comeback victory against the Bengals last year. He never delivers. Last minute drives never delivers. Can never lead this team down the field when it's needed. This season can't even get a first down when it's needed. How about we get a dual track guy? Russ would be great. How about Jalen Hurts? How about Marcus Mariota? We got to get someone different. He's got to go. <laughs> I just want you guys to know. Well, one Luke from Ireland, we appreciate you. Uh, yeah, I haven't, haven't heard, heard from, from you in a while. while. Yeah, I didn't know if he was still listening. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's super cool to me, by the way, that somebody in Ireland listens to the show. So that's pretty insane. And they're this diehard Browns <laughs> yeah. fan. That yeah. And I want you guys to know, I didn't call him and ask him to say that stuff. No, I think he's just been listening to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so I actually was going to come in and just be like, and not even talk about it really, because you guys know the way I think about it. And I didn't want to just bash on him, but I didn't know that we had a voicemail for it until we got here today. Um, I agree with him. I, it, really? It, <laughs> <yeah>. Shocked. At <laughs> some point. So now it, this is my problem too, especially on like Twitter. Now it's Stefanski's fault. First, it was Freddie's fault, which I agree. Freddie was bad. Yeah. To say that he had no blame in that. Baker's still the guy who gets paid to play. So to say he had zero blame that year. Okay. And then, you know, and then it was Odell's fault. And now it's Stefanski's fault. It's, I mean, come on. In this receiving group that everybody is complaining about, I, I said this to, to the Patreon group, the same people who were screaming that OBJ was the problem and we were better without him are the same people screaming that we need wide receivers now, which is it? I'm, I'm fully on board. Um, this is, I I'm done blaming. I'm done blaming anybody else. Baker's got to take a hard look in the mirror. I mean, Luke's right. Did we really even expect him to get the first, first down? No, no, I did. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm watching the game still. Yes. I, I, I knew what was going to happen like that would have turned it off. Absolutely. We're on hope. I just wanted to see as how they weren't going to get it. Here's the thing, too, is the as down as I've been on the guy the last two weeks going into the games, I was optimistic about him. In the Lions game, if you guys remember, I thought we were going to score like 50. I said, this is going to be one of those games where he just clicks and we, we yeah. demolish him. And then I was texting a different group saying... I hope Baker throws for 300 tonight. I said, even if people, I got to eat crow. It does, I don't care. I, I think he's going to have a good game because he, he kind of plays well against yeah. the, the Ravens. He and had every again, opportunity to throw for 300. And, and here's the thing, too. with like So I, I made sure to screenshot this when I saw earlier in the week so people couldn't bring up injuries. Uh, Alex Van Pelt said QB Baker Mayfield had a strong practice Thursday. Wasn't sure if he even threw an incompletion. Also said they're getting healthy again. Uh, so he's doing it in practice. The injuries aren't a problem in practice. So don't bring the injuries up to me. No, and I, I've fully bought into your philosophy too. If you're healthy enough to play, then you're going to be held to a starter standard. Yeah, I mean. Or, you have to be. Yeah, because it's a, it's a results league. Yep. And that's the big problem for Baker this year is he is playing himself out of any sort of possibility of getting a big contract with the Browns. You can't go into a negotiation in the offseason and say, oh, my numbers sucked last year because I was hurt. It doesn't matter. Your numbers sucked. <laughs> yes. yes. We have no idea what they might have been if you weren't hurt. Well, and so, here's the thing is part of, part of playing football then too is, is and part of you know, your paycheck is being available. So now you're hurt. So first it was Freddie's fault and then it was OBJ's fault and now you're hurt. Well, the knock on you coming out was that you were small. So now only a couple years in, now you got all these injuries. Who's to say that injuries don't don't become a problem now? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's there's only so much. I mean, like Luke said, how much does one guy need? I mean, come on, let's be real. 
Now, a quarterback is not just a huge financial investment for a team, but it's a huge talent. You know, it's, it's just an investment in total because it's the it's the most important position on the field. It's the face That's of the right. franchise. So, yeah, it's the face of the franchise. So whatever you're put in that, whoever you put in that position, like you're investing your fan base, your front office, your coaching staff. I mean, your job, a, your job, your yeah. job. There's a lot at stake yeah. with the quarterback, not just money, but all this other stuff too. And 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 here's the thing too. I th- I was thinking about this. Before the season came in, we thought Stefanski was God. We thought DPJ was about to be a breakout. We thought OBJ was going to have a really good year. Jarvis was going to have a great year. Mm-hmm. What's more likely? Everybody was wrong about everybody else on our team? Or he's not it? I mean, because we weren't the only ones who thought all those players were going to be good. No. Now, all of a sudden, all those players that we thought were good suck. Well, they can't get open. They can't. Baker can't do everything. I mean, come on. We we were wrong about everybody. I'll be the one to say that uh, Matthew Stafford found OBJ for a touchdown the other day. That that's the thing that made it really. So bad I was too. like, well, on the, on the same day where people are screaming about we don't have anybody to get separation. Yeah, I know. He scored a fifty-seven yard touchdown uh, in their game. Like, well, man. I remember when that guy was on our team like two weeks ago and he was the scapegoat. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you're right. Ever since he's left, things haven't changed. No. No, Anyway, they've gotten worse. We had one game against the Bengals where we blew up, where they they laid a stinker, turned it over a bunch of times, and we actually capitalized. And since then, the points per game is lower than it was with Odell here. It's getting worse. And we played the Lions. <laughs> you know so what sad. I mean? We played the Lions in that time. And, yep. and people are screaming, run the ball, run the – you can't – this isn't high school. You can't – just because we're a good running team, you can't just line up and run the ball 45 times if they know that's all you're going to do. Yeah, this isn't Ohio State versus Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I told Josh this earlier. Um, Baltimore literally is putting 10 guys in the box – yeah, on third and long, they just didn't care. They didn't respect. They didn't respect the pass game at all. When you look at it, you see what eight carries for Chubb, seven for Kareem. I go, oh well, hey, they shut us down there, and then and I, I'm not saying we abandoned it, but we we literally were getting nothing on the ground. Yeah, you can't. It's it just gonna keep continuing to put yourself behind the chains if you it, you have to be able to throw the ball. We're one dimensional. I, I texted it in our group. We're a worse offense than the Steelers were last year. Yeah, hey. which is is embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, if it's if it's anything more than third and four, pretty much, yeah, guaranteed. We're not picking it up because I don't know. Like it just he's not completing passes. He's not hitting guys like you say. He's not throwing anybody open. He's not hitting anybody in stride. He's not getting. It's just not happening. So I said it after the playoff game last year coming into this season. I said, look at the the Chiefs game. They were sitting on all our routes because they weren't afraid of any of our speed. I was like, we needed Odell back. So then, so yes, I agree that we don't have a ton of speed at receiver and they don't separate a lot. But my problem is why I don't feel bad is we had that guy. Well, and another reason too, I mean, look at the New England Patriots sitting atop the uh, AFC East. And currently in the playoffs, they don't have anybody at receiver. No. They've got a bunch of, you know, this guy was the number three on that team and that team and that team, and now he's in New England and whatever. He's got your, you know? your favorite wide receiver. 
Which one's that? <laughs> Nikhil Harry. Yeah, I don't even think he plays anymore. <laughs> but <laughs> it's just it's just one of those things like if you're going to have the best line and the best running backs and pretty solid tight ends, you're probably not going to have all world receivers. There's only you can only have so many good guys on your team. So what? So well, that, that's not resign Teller and that's not resign Batonio and let's go get a couple receivers. But then it won't matter because we don't have the best line and he's going to be under some pressure. And we see what happens when he's under pressure. Correct. So I mean, you you don't get to play on an all star team. No, and the thing is, okay, it kind of is an all star team. Just yeah. I, we, we didn't we didn't say this in the what went right, but kudos Jarvis, ten targets, six grabs, one hundred eleven yards. Cool. That, that's the kind of game that, like, Jarvis Landry, that's solid. Very good. He shouldn't be our number one receiver, or at least he shouldn't have to carry the full load. I think Donovan Peoples-Jones is good enough to be a, a, a legit threat, you know, out wide. And anybody who argues with you and says no, I would like to see what they were saying two weeks ago or after the Bengals game. Yeah, everybody, yeah I know. Free DPJ. Yeah. OBJ was the problem. You sucked. So Donovan Peoples-Jones. When, when I see DPJ two catches for 10 yards... On five tar, I don't think that's necessarily his fault. Now he did have a big drop early in the game, which that sucks. But I, I don't think he. I, I think he could really be good, and I don't know why Rashard Higgins isn't playing more. And healthy scratch. We got to talk about that. Yeah. Well, go ahead. Might as well. A, a healthy hey. scratch in a game in which Schwartz wasn't playing. There's something going on. Yeah. There's something going on. And, and, and we've been talking about it. The Patreon people. This is now what the third coach. Yep. Mm-hmm. That that he has not been able to get on the field with, so we, the, it's him. Yeah, it's it is. The, he's doing something. He's a, a d bag in practice, or he's late to meetings, or or maybe he's just not that good in practice. Yeah, I don't know. I, you're right. It's something is happening. There's something weird going on there. Yeah, um, to be a healthy scratch in a game where we were already short at receivers because it's crazy. And you know, DPJ was coming off a groin injury anyway, so he's not fully. Yeah, ready to rock and roll. So we really needed more bodies out there. I mean, you got your Marcus Bradley out there he's, running around, and he's not—he doesn't okay. look bad. Like, yeah, it's just these guys are trying to step up, but I just don't think Baker can help them step up. No, at one point I was like, and here's the thing: we scored, we scored ten, we got lucky. <laughs> that ball hit the ground. Oh, I don't Lord. think it did, honestly. Oh my god! I mean, really, really, the oh, more, my Lord. My god. I don't think it did. <laughs> From the back view, you didn't that, think it hit I the did, ground. I, I did it first, said, but the more times I watched the replay, I'm like, I will say this: we are lucky they called it a touchdown on the field. Yeah, because I don't think it would have gotten turned into a touchdown. Correct, but so I don't think it was clear enough. Definitely, that we were extremely it. fortunate. We were really close to only scoring three points in this game. You yeah. know, and like I said, Lamar played like crap, but he made two plays. Mm-hmm. He made two plays, and it gave him the win. And it's just, I mean. Baker gets pressure in his face and he, he just drops the ball. <laughs> like literally? Literally. So, that's what I'm talking about. Literally. And the thing is, is and it, people, I saw a thing on Twitter. People like, they freeze it and the guy's kind of in his face and Cream Hunt hasn't gotten out yet. And they're like, this guy's in his face. What's he supposed to do? Be an NFL quarterback. You throw it to where the guy's going to be or you chuck it at his feet. You know what you don't do? You drop don't just it. drop it. I see a lot of quarterbacks do the quick. Like if the play, if the screen's not there, they're right at the the guy's feet. Yeah. Just throw it at the ground toward the guy, and it's done. Next play, you don't you don't drop the ball. He just straight dropped it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I could at first I was like, oh, I got hit out of his hand, and then yeah. I saw the replay, and I, I did a no, face palm. Just dropped it, 
And and then here's the thing. I was going to come on here today. I didn't plan on. It wasn't. I don't think it's all on him because we did have drops. But so what? We had what four or five drops. I don't know. So he, he completed forty eight percent of his passes. Let's give him four more drop. Four more completions. He still only completed like fifty two percent of his passes. Yeah. Still not good. You know, and it's just. I think I just don't see. You don't get to throw to people who are wide open all the time. I know we talk about people like to talk about play calling, blah, blah, blah. It's so, I mean, sometimes the guy doesn't look open, but he's open. You got to get it up over the linebacker mm-hmm. and you got to squeeze it in before the safety gets there. I don't see that. I see the only time I ever see Baker stretch the field is if the guy's wide open. That, well, that's, that's super hard to do. You get that maybe two or three times a game where you can scheme a guy wide open. Mm-hmm. Other than that, Go watch Aaron Rodgers throw the ball sometimes. You you watch it from his view, and you're like, why did he even throw that? It's going to get picked. But he got it just over the guy's fingertips. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't it's, see that. It's all about timing. Like, they're able to gauge, like, if I, I throw this now, I'll get it there just before that linebacker gets into his face. Yeah, if he's a second late, it's picked, or the guy's getting blown up. Yeah. I don't see any of that anticipation Mm-mm. and that kind of stuff. Even Jimmy G, I watched the Niners. And he'll throw it into like three. I'm like, where is he throwing that when they show the camera from behind? And then Debo comes like right in between all of them. He wasn't open. Jimmy G threw it to the spot to that he needed to get to. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you don't get to just throw to wide open people. This no. is the NFL. This is the, this right here was the type of game that we were concerned about where what happens when the opposing team just straight up shuts down the run game, which we, is going to happen. Nick Chubb, eight carries, 16 yards, we, two yards a carry. When that happens, what do you do? They, That's the only thing you can do. All we had to do was just throw it around a little bit. Mm-hmm. They literally, so before you got here, me and Josh were even like laughing. So they, we went, what, four of, what was it, four of 13? Yeah. On third down. Guess how many of those were five yards or longer? None or one? Ours. Ours. So we, how many times are we third and long? How how many times out of out of that thirteen, 13. do you think we were third and long? Oh, probably almost all of them. Because <laughs> well, don't just give me a number. Ten. Not all, eleven. <laughs> eleven times we got two of those. One of them was on a penalty. Like we we just are backed up all the time. I don't like. There's things that I took away from the game. Like at the in the moment, I'm frustrated about. I really, I thought that the Jarvis play you get a big passing play and you finally kind of things are loose and we just give it to Jarvis and he fumbles it. I mean, I obviously he got hit, but I'm just like, sometimes I just feel like we try to be too cute and we just need to just, I, I get that in the people, the people in the Patreon were saying that too, but at the same time as a play caller, you're just trying to create a spark because nothing is working. Ugh, I don't know. You know what I mean? No. Nothing is working. And yeah. that wasn't it. And no, Jarvis play was rough. That wasn't it. Nobody was complained about that play call one week ago when it was the game-winning touchdown against the Lions. It was literally the exact same yeah. play. Nobody said it was a bad play call. That's, that, that's my point. And he's like, we can't get this guy the ball any other way. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we got to give it to Jarvis to throw it downfield. Yeah, like. I mean, so, he, had a, he had a big game, though. It's not like he wasn't getting touches. Yeah. He had a game. He had a, a big game. He had a lot of touches. But, like, nothing explosive. And I think, too, at that moment, it was, like, off another turnover, and it was like, we got to go do something. Yeah. We got to – Stefanski is trying to manufacture a spark because there's nothing there. And so, I mean, 
people like to, uh, we talked about this before we came on, and people said, I think Stefanski's play calling, to complain about it, you have to put himself in your, sh- what do you call if nothing works? If if you're looking at your play sheet and you're like, I don't know what to call. Exactly. Especially but, whenever the, the bulk of your play sheet is probably like all these great run plays. Like this is what we <laughs> dominate at. And it's like, oh, let's flip it over. Oh, boy. Yes. So, can't use the other stuff. So just to play devil's advocate then with you, if you none of these plays work with your quarterback, why are you staying with him then? Because you don't have anything better. Okay. But I mean, then you don't have anything better. And in, in, in coming into this game, you, if you win this game, we're oh. seven and five at the bye with a chance to come out of the bye and be first in the division. Right. Mm-hmm. And they that's, knew that. And the players knew that. So that's it's not why like it was a stick, secret. That's why they have stuck with them. Yeah. And also, if you, like I said last week, if you bench him, it's turmoil. It's full on QB controversy in Cleveland. And it's even worse than it is now. Yeah. I, it, the hmm. season... We're going to talk about it on the next episode, and I don't want to be too much of a pessimist. The season's done. Wow! Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the, the, the off season when we finish this season with like six or seven wins, there's going to be a lot of guys that aren't going to be here next year. Yeah. Please keep watching the podcast, though, everybody. Yes. I mean, yeah. Spoiler alert. Because <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll tell you who's, who's going to be here. But no. And so, I, obviously, I haven't coached in the NFL, but I called plays when I coach. And when nothing is working, especially when I have like a bread and butter play and I've ran it two or three times and it works and then they adjust to it and then I can't do anything else because that's literally all I can do. It's a very long game. I'm in the second quarter and I'm just staring at my play sheet like, well, they, we can't run this. <laughs> we can't, you know, there's nothing to call. So it's like, what, what do you do as a play caller if none of your plays work? So shouldn't we make adjustments then? What kind of adjustments? So well, we can't. So just, we're paying Kevin Stefanski millions and millions of dollars to be an NFL coach, and we can't even run anything. There, There's nothing we we can't go. Hey, Alex, you don't have a play somewhere in your book that just will get a guy open. One guy. There's just no one play. There, we have guys open. We don't hit them. Oh yeah. We had a guy who was open seventy percent of the time, and we had to chase him out of here because we're better without him. <laughs> we didn't. That's we all didn't I'm cha- saying. We didn't chase him out. How by not throwing him the ball? We did. The the stats and the thing is, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna entertain the injury defense for Baker. The stats are speaking for themselves. I mean, when eight, I, I texted you guys the other night. I said eighteen to thirty seven, just not gonna get done. Well, and he he's now five hundred for his career again. So yes, he's been hurt this year. But look, just step back and look at his whole career. Mm-hmm. He's 500 for his career. The thing is, too, like you don't get asterisks, asterisks next to your name or next to the, all the games. All oh, these games were lost because he was hurt. Yeah. <laughs> That's not how it works. They, they go down as losses. Yeah, we don't get to just an honorary playoff spot because, well, our quarterback was hurt. We might have won a few more games if he wasn't hurt. We're still losing the games, so. He, it's something they got to do something in the bye week. I mean, I would not be upset if they came out of the bye week and said we're going Case Keenum. I wouldn't be upset. It can't get worse. I don't. I don't think it'll happen. I don't think it'll happen, but it can't get worse. If let's say we go back to what is it Su- Sunday next Sunday one o'clock playing Baltimore and it's the same, the same exact just. Well, here's the thing. Do you think if we make the switch to Case Keenum, we make a playoff push? 
No, but so then I'm why make the change? Why we're ca- not talking? Why cause? Well, and the thing why is, cause the turmoil? Okay, but if the result's going to be the same, because you know, two cases in the future, right? Right. That's so, fair. so what's why? Why cause the turmoil if you don't think the result is going to be any different? It's kind of sad when we're saying if you don't think you can make the playoffs, just keep your starter in there. Yeah, that's where we're at. <laughs> I mean, think about what we're saying here. If you think taking Baker out and putting Case in is going to get you a playoff push, then okay, go ahead and make it. But do we really think that? I don't think any. I don't think that there's any Browns fans that legitimately think that Case Keenum is better. Actually, I take that back because I've sat like in front of some <laughs> of them. So yeah, there are people out there, but like I think that that's silly to entertain that thought. So my problem with Baker too is, so I was watching the the Washington football team yesterday, and I, I'm a big Taylor Heineke fan, and. I was watching. I was like, he's better than Baker, and but when you he doesn't have the arm Baker has mm. even close. His his arm is the reason why they haven't committed to him yet because he floats some balls because he doesn't have a crazy strong arm. I think Baker has all the tools to be a really good quarterback. I just think between the ears, he doesn't have it. Now something is definitely not clicking. He he right pa- now. he panics when there's pressure. I think he's deathly afraid to throw interceptions. I get we don't want you to be willy-nilly and just and throw 22 picks again. But, I mean, come on, man. You got to let it rip sometimes. People say he's a gunslinger. No, <laughs> no, he's not. I'm like, wait, he, he doesn't want to. Th- if he's a gunslinger, he wouldn't be double clutching on three, four. Even on the screen pass, he double clutched it. Yep. Yeah, he wouldn't be throwing for 200 a game if he's lucky. 10 or 11, what's he got, 11 touchdowns now in the year. And to people, and anytime somebody says he's a gunslinger, we need to unleash him. I say, we saw that in 2019. He threw over 20 picks. Well, that was Freddie's fault. God bless him. How is it always somebody else's fault? Well, and 30, it's never it's never his fault. 37 passes is kind of unleashing. I mean, quarterbacks, you know, 37, 40 pass attempts. That's quite a few. Yeah. I don't think at any point in that game I was ever like, we're unleashing Baker Mayfield <laughs> right now. It was like we're desperately trying to do something. I don't think it's working. I don't think at any point No. <laughs> no. There wasn't any of that. There was no, no spark. There was no there was none of that. Uh, so, I just we we have to get some kind of downfield passing or the rest of the season is going to be a struggle to run the ball. Yeah. You're not going to be able to run the ball if they know you're going to run the ball. You're going to run the ball every play. Stack the box. <clears throat> Absolutely. Yeah. There's, I mean, even if we hit you for one or two, like even against the Ravens, we hit Harrison Bryant on a long pass. Jarvis. Hit, Jarvis. Jarvis. Yep. But we can't do it consistently. We'll give up the one thirty yard play because we'll, you'll go three and out right after that. Yep. So, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? A um, couple more things. So that's the offense. That's terrible. Before we get out of here, we have to also touch. There's a third phase to football games oh, that doesn't get talked about a lot, and it's the special teams. And our special teams suck. And they've sucked all year. Yep. Well, first drive. We were going right down the field. We were actually in a really good position. I thought we were going to score a touchdown. DPJ dropped that pass. That sucked. That kind of killed the drive. Yep. But, we you know, we were still set up for a field goal, which was cool. Yeah, we didn't make it. Yeah, so and, that and was it, a good start. It goes in waves. The beginning of the year was Jamie Gillen. Yeah, and now all of a sudden, Chase McLaughlin in the last couple of weeks has missed some stuff. Our kickoff return team that doesn't come in waves. That's all the time. Every week we are. St- I'm like, just, l- just don't catch it. What did I text you guys right at the beginning of the game? I said my favorite starting spot, the 15. Yeah. Yep. 
It, it, it's unbelievable. I don't understand. And it seems like it doesn't matter who's back there. No, I, I'm starting to think it's the coaching. They're like, yeah, run it out. If you get to the 15, we're good. Yeah. And then uh, the punt team. So we. That was bad. We had 12 guys. Now the Ravens were trying to do some shady stuff with substitutions and not letting us sub and blah, blah, blah. That whole fiasco. But then we called timeout because we had too many guys on the field and came out and had too many guys on the field. (laughs) Yeah, that I didn't understand. You had too many guys, so you called timeout to fix it, and then you had too many guys. Like, what is going on over there? Yeah, so I don't... So think about this. I just pulled it up. Punt return yards. They had, we gave them 36 punt return yards. You know how many we got? Negative three. <laughs> it's a 39 <laughs> yard swing. Yep. And they only had 36. Mm. So the, the, the special teams, I'm telling you, I think, like I said, if, if the season goes the way I think it's going to go, the way I have a feeling it's going to go, our special team coordinator is on the hot seat. Yeah. I don't know if Joe Woods is still in the hot seat or not. Um, depends on how we finish the season. I think our quarterback's definitely on the hot seat. There's going to be some major, major changes. And I know there's a lot of people that like Baker fanboys out there who think our head coach is on the hot seat. He is not even close to it. No, I don't think he's I'd, on the hot I'd, seat. If, any, like, if that ever came out that he was on the hot seat, I would be shocked. Like, yeah. That would be shocking. But I think I, it's going to take multiple years of just... put it. The, I, I said if we cut Baker right now, how many teams would be scrambling to hire him or to sign him? Barely Not any. a ton. If we fired Stefanski tomorrow, he'd be the first guy hired. Urban Meyer would be gone. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's all you need to know there. Yeah. Well, and think about it. You guys just got to remember, too, we did let Hugh Jackson win zero game, one game and then zero games. And, and then, then we brought him back. So <laughs> I think Kevin's okay. Yeah. Um, anything else we need to touch on? I know... I fully didn't plan to sit here and talk Baker the whole time again, but what else are we going to talk somebody, about? Somebody called in and wanted to know the thoughts. Um, I just, to me, it's just, he's not it. And people get mad at me when I say that, but I mean, I just, well, I mean, I don't know how many more stats we got to read. I mean, look at the, look at the games, look at the scores. Our offense is abysmal and he's leading it. So it's kind of all you need to know. I mean, we just need a guy to just make some throws. Just some. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, like I wasn't joking. Taylor, who, if you had to take one right now, would you take Baker or Taylor Heineke? I think Heineke would do a little better right now in this offense. I mean, he doesn't have the line or the weapons that we have. And he's having a statistically better season. He's got a... He's got I, Terry McLaurin. Yeah, he's got Terry McLaurin. But he doesn't bro. have the the running backs. I mean, Gibson's not bad, but he's also McKissick, up all bro. the time. Yeah, and they um, got some. They got some okay pieces in Washington, but nothing compared to the Browns. I agree with that. Not. I mean, to the beginning of the season, the Browns were top three roster, top five roster. Mm-hmm. Um. Yep. So it's not a team. <laughs> no. Yeah. What did you say before the show? Collection of guys. Yeah, collection of really good players. Yeah, a fine collection of players. Fine collection of players, but not a team. Not Which a team. is crazy because last year didn't feel like that. Well, and it was. I'll argue a little bit. Actually, like I feel like the defense is forming into a team. Those guys, that game Sunday night, you could see those yeah. those players out there are playing together now on Got defense. Fine collection of players on offense. Yes, and special yes. teams sometimes. I, I think this is speculation. I'm not in the locker room, but it just looks to me like the offense, like they're kind of quitting. You know, they just know that there's no real hope. 
You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I don't know. I don't, I don't get the sense of urgency on that side of the ball. No, not at all. And that's right. And like, uh, it's skip Bayless. So he's an idiot. (laughs) We were talking about this. He said, players are turning on Baker. I don't know if it's true or not. And he's an idiot, but he's also been a staunch Baker supporter forever. Mm. So if it wasn't true, why would he say it? Um, I guess for clicks, clicks. Yeah. you know, but, and so like, I don't know if that's true or not, but it's one of those things where it's just like when everybody is like, you know, cream hunt and Chubb and tell them they're all balling out and then they do everything right. And then the guy throws it 10 feet over Jarvis's head for pick. And it's just kind of like deflating. Like, well, Jesus. Yeah. Here, we go, here we go again. You know what I mean? So, and I think Odell was liked in that locker room way more than anybody will ever. It ever comes out. People like to say he was a problem. I think, especially the receiving room and the young guys, I think they loved that guy. And so for him to leave, I think that was not good. Well, it certainly hasn't helped. No. certainly hasn't helped. It was all his fault, though. Let's go back to our episodes a couple weeks ago. No. Read the the comment section. That's the thing. So, like, you're hearing what I'm saying today, and you know that I was more on the Baker side of that argument. Like, I, I had all the belief in Baker, and I no longer do. It's, I mean, he has, it's not like I've just decided to not believe in the guy anymore. Like, it's just it's hard to watch. It's what he's showing me. I, it's, it's tough. Do you know that our leading receiver has 407 yards on the season? That many. <laughs> Is it Njoku? <laughs> it's Njoku. Jeez. Our leading receiver has 407 yards. He had 200 about, what, six <laughs> weeks ago? Yeah. Here we are. Up to 400, baby. If that, I, that is that other half. Wasn't yeah. 150 of it in one game? So he just okay. said, like, yeah. So he's just saying. So the other 250 yards in 11 games mm-hmm. is our leading receiver. Well, the good thing is, you know, we can all commiserate together. That's what this podcast That's is right. all about. You know, we're yeah. not just here for the good times. We got to support each other in the bad times because otherwise we're going to be very depressed and we got to call 1 800 Gambler. Like, that's just like that. So. Yeah. Or the, uh, what do you mean we're going to be? <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah. So, well, that's that's what went wrong for the Browns. Um, just I feel like a, a broken record, just more of the same. Uh, we'll see if it's any different out of the bye. Uh, thanks for checking out another episode, being here with us. Um, I know it's a depressing week, so hopefully we can help get you guys through it. Thanks to everybody who left a voicemail this week. Thanks to Luke from Ireland. That was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, don't be a stranger. Leave us some more voicemails. Let us know what you think. Uh, what's the mood on that side of the pond? Are people up or down on the Browns? Uh, um, for all you dogs, uh, dog pack members, make sure you check out our after hours episode. Uh, no, I don't even know what we're going to talk about yet, but we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, and to everybody else, we'll see you guys in a couple days when we uh, do our game picks. And we're going to just kind of do an outlook on the season. We're not going to preview the next Ravens game until next week. Uh, so we're just going to kind of give you a second half of the season outlook. So make sure you check that out. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast and become an official Dog Pack member and join thedogs.com. Bet 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.